Welcome everybody, I am Jason Dowd and this is the AME Radio Show and I have a lot of stuff to cover with you guys today and it's going to be a great one. We have three guests. We have Jason and Cassia, who I ran into in downtown Newport, Richie and they are from TLC's 90 Day Fiance. Uh, we're going to be going to them in just a few minutes. It's a pre-recorded interview that we did and it's also going to be on TV. Uh, they'll be on the TV show coming out in about two weeks. Um, we also have Rebecca Robles. She f- is from Hope Bridge, a g- an amazing movie. And we have Sloane Avery. You've seen her on Victorious and Kicking It. We're going to be talking to her about her experiences with Nickelodeon and Disney. So we have a lot of guests coming up. Uh, one of the sad things that happened this week, though, we lost a, a Yankee great and legend Yogi Berra. Uh, he's one of the reasons I fell in love with the New York Yankees and baseball a long time ago. And I cannot believe he's gone. He's one of the few people that were in that era between 1945 and 1960 with greats like Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Roger Maris, Whitey Ford, all those greats. And um, it's going to be—it's a real sad thing to say that he is gone because, like I said, he's, he's a hero to me and a legend in its own right. So rest in peace, Yogi Berra. And I also want to announce to you guys that one of our uh, we have a new uh, a new edition of our AME television show that came out last week. Uh, you'll see Chuck Faulkner. He's going to be talking about the Harry Sontag art collection. You're also going to be hearing from um, the Tarpon Springs Aquarium, a really neat aquarium where we got up close and personal. You're going to you're going to get to watch me feed sharks and feed stingrays, and you're also going to be taking, we take you down through downtown Brooksville and some of the most uh, haunted places in the area, plus you're going to see some of the places that I actually filmed some of my pictures with, and you're going to get to see those pictures inside, so don't miss that, go to www.theamemagazine.com and go to the TV link and you'll be able to see it, and we have a new one coming out this week, which I'm going to be taping for uh, this week as well, and so hopefully we'll have that out next week. A lot of TV coming out. I know it's been a while, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, there's just been a lot of uh, rain, and there has been a lot of cancellations because of that rain. So we're back on track. Everything's going great. And while you're at that website, go to check out our, our radio show. You can see our, all of our upcoming guests and our past guests and hear our past shows. You can also go to our uh, magazine and see all, all the stuff that we have to do about the arts and entertainment. So, um, let me take you now to my interview with Jason and Cassia from the 90 Day Fiance, and uh, where we caught up with them in Newport Ritchie. So, and after that, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. We are in Newport Ritchie, and we're going to be talking to TV reality TV stars Jason and Cassia from TLC's number one show, 90 Day Fiance, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the reality television. I'm sure you guys all have interesting questions that you wanted to know, and they're going to help us answer it. Welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. So, one of the biggest things is, is reality television exactly the way we see it on television? Reality TV is exactly what we see on television. What? I don't think so. I think he's mistaken. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's TV, and uh, nothing in TV is, is, uh, is ever impromptu. Mm-hmm. There's a rhyme to the reason, no matter how you look at it. What do you think of your experiences uh, doing it? Would you do it again? Would you would you suggest that somebody else try out for something like this? I would say uh, my advice to somebody who's thinking about going into a reality show: search out someone who's been on reality TV and ask them what were the good and what were the bad of you doing your reality show, mm-hmm. and then just see what they say. Yeah, because I think people 
think they are getting on TV show and they're going to get famous and rich and everything will be fine. But no, you have your fair share of problems like crazy people is talking to you, trying to find your address, phone number. It's crazy. Don't forget that guy from Walmart who goes in and out of the aisle thinking, wait a minute, do I know them? Do I, I don't know, should I approach them? And then they finally, it comes to them that they recognize us on, you know, exactly where, uh, where they saw us from. And then they say, oh, you're him. Yes, I am him. And then they say, and you're her. Yes, yeah. she's her. So we've done that a few times at your area, Home Depot, Walmart, Kohl's. So we got you, you know, we got used to it. Yeah, the trade show that the guy got crazy. Oh yes, and then we go to your area trade shows around the community, like Orlando and Tampa, and and just someone goes like, ah, ah! and uh, we're thinking, uh, hey, I, you know, hey, I like the attention and everything, but just can you calm down a little bit? They really do that. <laughs> so uh, they get into it. So if you watched it and you got into it the first time, you, know, you stuck around through the whole thing, and uh, you certainly followed it. So I do appreciate someone's loyalty. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? So how did you guys get onto the show, first of all? I mean, how do you find, seek out and find these opportunities? That's a funny thing you asked. Uh, I was actually uh, minding my own business. I don't watch this kind of stuff. You know, I'm watching the car show. You know, I'm watching CNBC. And uh, my dad said he was watching uh, the car show. And I guess the car show is owned by Discovery Media. Discovery Media owns everything. And he told me about this show. So I went on the website, and uh, this guy is, is wearing a tie, and he goes, Hi, uh, would you, uh, do you think your life is a TV show? And uh, I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I don't know, maybe. So I'm like, what the hell? I'll email the guy. So I emailed the guy. I said, hey, I'm Jason. I'm going out with this 23-year-old from Brazil. We've been going out with each other for two years. If this interests you, maybe you ought to have someone give me a call. So about a week later, I got a call, and they're like, oh, hi, we really want to know your story. And I said, oh, well, well, we're not, we're not really interested. Um, I was just, I don't know what I was thinking. So they're like, oh, no, we really, we really want to know. And I'm like, well, I, I haven't even talked to my the girlfriend about it. I'll talk to her about it, and I'll get back to you. So I didn't even get back to them. They called me again a week later. Hey, did you, did you talk to her? Did you talk to her? And I'm like, yeah, and she's just not really excited about it. Well, can we, can we talk to her, please? Can we? So then I'm like, well, no, I'll give it a go. I, you know, I'll really see if I can swear. I don't know. We'll see. So I call her, and what'd you say? No. Absolutely hell no, you said. <laughs> so I said, honey, this is what's probably going to happen. And this is what's going to happen. And this is what won't happen. So we made some uh, some educated decisions um, based on my experience, um, and uh, I convinced her to do it. And we fast forward, uh, you know, a year later from getting married to to what you saw on the television show. Uh, TLC came to us and said, uh, "We really want you. We really, 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 really do." And um, I said, "Fine." So that's that's how that's how it went down. What is the 90 Day Fiance all about? Well, uh, someone here in America uh, going out with somebody overseas. And um, I go to immigration, and I want to bring her over on a visa. Not a tourist visa. They call it a K-1 visa. It's good for 90 days, and i got to marry her 
here legally, you know, in through 90 the days. in ninety days through the courthouse, circuit clerk, and everything. Signed the papers. We're married. Solemnly swearing on the whole the whole jazz, and um, and you got ninety days to do it. Now it's recommended that you get married before the ninety days, so you can get your paperwork in for her permanent resident. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those things uh, were kind of, let's just say, accidentally. Uh, not mentioned during the show, uh, like when she should get her social security card, when she will be technically a citizen, when she'll get her employment card, all the things that we were, um, let's just say, told that this was this show was going to be about. They were they were going to educate people on on the ninety days and what it's really like to get a, a bride over here or a, you know a spouse or a soon to be spouse, um, and then not to mention. Um, you know, showcasing our true love story. They're we're, they're going to show us the, the yeah. So um, so did I say? Did I believe it and say, oh my god, they're gonna this is gonna be great? And, no, I knew they were going to show some BS, but to to the extent that they did, it kind of surprised me. Yeah, but, a lot of people think that we met in ninety days and we don't know each other before it, so they think, oh my god, you just know her and you just met her and you marry 90 days no it's not like that we the couples have to meet i think once right before they do the yeah, interview at least once. Mm-hmm. yeah in person so it's not like he just picked me in the magazine so where were you from and how did you guys meet well i'm from brazil curitiba and we met on facebook by a common friend and was it love at first sight? Did you guys kind of start talking to each other? Were you friends first? I mean, how did it all happen? Uh, she hated my guts. Yes, I did. <laughs> Since the now, first day. I was a real a-hole. <laughs> um, and I'm a real a-hole now. Yeah. So I haven't changed much. <laughs> and uh, she was a real piece of work who, uh, who needed a real, you know, an attitude readjustment. And, uh, you know, the old saying is, uh, how's that working out for you? Well, I'm still trying to work on her attitude. And I can see it's fierce. <laughs> so, um, you know, the show's provided us an opportunity to take the remote control and press rewind and look at the instant replay of our relationship, at least the 50 minutes that they showed. Our relationship was 126,900 minutes in the 90 days, and they showed about 50 minutes. It was a television show, you know. It's, it started with the television show and it ended with a television show, and there was a television show in the middle too. So, in between, we took it upon ourselves to pretty much doc, video document just about everything we did during the ninety days. So, when you know, when we're bad mouthed by that sixty-one-year-old, twice divorcee, no one even goes to her house or her family and her daughters don't even watch the show with her and she's on the computer typing about how much her hair is terrible and she looks like a prostitute and all these scathing awful things that they say about her online I could say look I got a video of what it was really like during the 90 days so you know what I have you know I can feel better but all the other couples unfortunately they didn't really document any of their, their relationship during their 90 days and they filmed all this stuff with the TV network, all this good stuff, like going to the movies, going dinner night, day, dinner date night, uh, going to play golf and doing all these things. 
and they didn't even get edited. You know, they didn't even get edited and aired as a bonus segment on TLC's website. And it's just like you wasted ninety days of the most precious time capsule that you could have had in your relationship with your new international fiance. But luckily, I took it upon myself to throw a camera in her face when TLC wasn't filming her. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Oh. And she hated every minute of it. But now, a year okay. later... Yeah, I see why you did it. Okay, so what are you guys doing now? And since the, since the era of the show, when does it air? And how can people see it? Well, Cassie and I, you know, she's very talented. She's, she's more of an artist than I am. I'm more of a salesman. We took it upon ourselves to uh, facilitate and kind of um, work with a few connections I've made in the year I've been here. And what, we, what we've done... We've taken a simple product. Uh, we partnered up in co-packing with, uh, with a company in Orlando. We're, uh, we're rebranding gourmet snacks for your area car dealer, your real estate agent, your insurance salesman, uh, putting their logo on it and, selling, and sending it to their customers as a thank you, you know, to assist, solicit a, a referral you know, or more customers. And it's been working out for us. And right now, with the launch of the, uh, of the television show October 4th, Sunday night, uh, we are going to go retail. We're going to go mass market and retail. Someone, anybody, let's just say a K-1 couple, international couple, just you and your wife, you want to send us a picture. High quality, we're going to put it on top of the box. We're going to decorate uh, the, the, uh, the product with the decals of the picture. And we're going to mail it to your wife at her work. And just say, honey, I love you. From Jason. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to rebrand our item, and it's going to be fabulous. Check us out, giftingfun.com, G-I-F-T-I-N-G-F-U-N.com. Well, that's what I was going to ask next, because obviously they got to have some way to finding you guys. Well, so thank you so much for coming on, sharing your experiences with us. We'll definitely have you on again, and we'll talk more about fun TV and other kind of cool stuff that we got coming up. So thank you, guys. You bet. Thank, thank you. you. Check us out in December. We should have our book done by then. All right, everybody, I have on the phone with me my guest for this evening. And if you've uh, gone to the AME magazine, you've probably seen this movie that I just recently um, I recently did a, a uh, review on called Hope Bridge. She was actually Sophie in that series. And uh, she played with, alongside Boo Boo Stewart, and it was an amazing, amazing uh, movie. I, it touched me. To, it touched me so much. I had to. I had to get her on to talk about the movie. Welcome to the show, uh, Rebecca Robles. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So I wanted to try to uh, get your your opinion on this uh, particular movie because it was a very dramatic movie, and I'm usually mm-hmm. not into dramatic movies, but this one touched me because <laughs> I happen to know a person that uh, he was one of my best friends. He committed suicide, and this really was about mm-hmm. suicide. Um, to give yeah. everybody a perspective, uh, kind of tell them how the how the movie starts and what what the movie's about. Uh, well, the movie kind of starts off with um, kind of the aftermath of this boy Jackson, uh, his his father's suicide. Um, we know pretty early on that that's what happened, but it kind of just follows Jackson from that point forward and how he deals with with his father's death. And um, he's just trying to find answers. And goes on this this sort of a journey to find answers. So that he comes across across my character played Sophie, who um, has kind of an interesting background. But uh, yeah, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> But uh, it is is definitely a very dramatic film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, kind of uh, tell us about your character with him. 
I'm trying to figure out, were you guys like, was, were you like uh, interested in each other? Was it trying to be like a, a boyfriend, girlfriend thing? Is that kind of how it worked out? Oh, gosh, he kind of left that up for the audience to figure out. Um, and, and honestly, it changed through editing. <laughs> and because um, I think originally it was supposed to be a little bit more like there's a lot of, there's, it's like that is why Jackson kind of was drawn to Sophie because he was interested in her. And um, there's definitely kind of an underlying interest there, but we really didn't want, as far as I, I know, you know, from Elder Bay, I don't think we wanted that to be the focus. You know, we, wanted, we didn't want that to be like, the focus of their relationship, but it's still there. I think, I think you know, if we if we have bridge two or something like that, you would see. Um, I, I feel like we probably got together eventually, but yeah, yeah. It's just kind of up to you, the audience, to figure out the side. But I would say so, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, like I said, it was a, it was a great chemistry between you two. Um, oh, good. You, Always worried about that. <laughs> How did you how did you manage to play somebody that uh you know experienced trying to kill themselves? Was that hard for you to do? Um cuz I know it can be pretty dark inside somebody's head that that faces the, yeah. those type of things. Yeah, um it was it was hard um but at the same time it was definitely something that was already really close to me, not in that um not I've actually never never suffered um from depression, but I've had a lot of people close to me um, who have. And so it was something that, you know, I had recently been kind of wrestling with, like, what does this mean? Like, um, and so it was something that it was just, when I, when I came across the script and the opportunity to play this role, it was just very important to me to, to do it, to do it not correctly, but it was important to me. And so um, it was hard. Yes. But at the same time, um, the people that I love that have dealt with this, um, I love them dearly. And I, and I, um, I feel, I felt like I could draw from what I knew from them and their experiences. So, so yeah, it was definitely, it came at an interesting time in my life for sure. Just because I, I had been dealing with some people very close to me who, you know, oh, I had a, a very close friend who attempted suicide and, um, some family members that were dealing with depression. So, so yeah, it's, it's something like I haven't dealt with, but I, I've been very close to you. So it was hard, but it felt, it felt so necessary for me to tell that story. So. Well, what I really liked about your character is that you showed people that technically you can go through depression. You can go through all these different types of, mm-hmm. of scenarios. You can even commit, attempt to commit suicide. And if you survive, yeah. there is hope for you at the end because oh, like, yeah. your character really came together and showed that mm-hmm. she, she overcame what she needed to do. Yeah, and what I did like about her, too, is that like it didn't show a character that was like perfect or she had it all together because she clearly still had some issues and she was trying to work out with her sister and Still trying to get everything together, but like you could see that like she had come where very um work and she she had you know pulled it together and she was moving forward and I think that's really encouraging for people to see too like you don't have to have it completely together it's just a step by step process you know and yeah and so yeah that, I think that was important to me too to show to show that and I think she did a good job of of like by taking she I, I, she talked a lot about like. Being in the sessions, um, the counseling sessions, like it helps to focus off herself and other people, and how you know the suicide it affects so many other people, and um, you know, like it, you know, anyway, that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah. 
Well, I know that I know this. It, this really does impact a lot of people, and a lot of the times, it's one of those hidden things that people don't know because sometimes people mm-hmm. seriously depressed will never show any signs of it until it's either too late mm-hmm. or an attempted exactly. too late. So, you know, I oh, I would love for everybody that even if they don't even if they don't know anybody that's going through it, or if they do and they're dealing with it, this is a good movie to kind of show you the insides of people's minds without actually mm-hmm. having to be there. Um, yeah. What, what would you What would you suggest? What What do you hope that people take when they see this movie? Um, well, I hope you know, kind of like what you said before, that people take away that you know there is hope that if you are in a in a really dark place um, at that at, at this moment, that you know, this doesn't have to be the end. It doesn't have to be kind of like like a cycle, like Jack like Jackson fell into, like you know, his grandfather committed suicide, his father committed suicide, and he was like, "Well, this is my only choice." Um, and then, you know, Kevin Sorbo's character tells him, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be, you still have a choice. And, um, you know, I hope people come out of it with, with knowing, feeling empowered that, you know, as, as, as horrible and horrible, as terrible, and it's so hard to deal with these things. Um, but you still have a choice to, to try to move forward. And I think that's something that you can take from it. Um, and also, um, just the importance of having a support system because just with the therapy, but also with the relationship between, um, Sophie and Jackson, having somebody there to support you and to like help you through something like that is so important because I think with depression, the biggest thing is um people isolate themselves and, um, they just get this loneliness and they push people away. Um, and I think that having a support system is one of the most important things. So, yeah. And actually, your character proved that a couple of times because I know that in, your character was supposed to go see her sister, make amends with mm-hmm. with her sister, and instead, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jackson needs to go see his grandmother down in Tennessee, I believe it was, and it was a long drive, yeah. and you didn't know if you were going to come back, but yet you <laughs> you put that off because you knew that he needed it, and probably just as much as you did, but you know, he mm-hmm. was still it was still fresh for him. So I mean, that was you know that's what people will do, but you got to re- people got to realize that you got to have that chance. I think. You got to give people a yeah. chance. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about your career here too. I know that you've been uh, <laughs> you were into swim fan. Um, oh no, sorry, I'm sorry, club swim. Uh, what was that? What yeah. was that all about? Oh well, it's just been a while ago. Let's see, um, that was actually a, a college project that well, it was it was done through college students, but it, it got it did pretty well, I think, on um, my little mini TV series. But it was about a a. Um, a swim team, and it basically was just kind of like, I think they kind of basically kind of like off the office, and just the way you have little interviews with people, but, you know, it's really interesting. I, I think I did, I did a couple episodes of that, and yeah, it was fun, because I used to swim when I was younger, so I was like, oh, this is like flashback to my childhood, but yeah, it was fun. That's a lot of fun. Do you have any other? Uh, do you have any projects coming up? I mean, do, is this is acting the the uh, the career that you want to pursue and and do more it stuff is. with? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, I actually just graduated college in um, May, so I've been doing projects here and there, but now that I just graduated, I'm, you know, hoping, I'm signing with an agency soon, and I'm moving to Atlanta, so I'm hoping to have a lot more opportunities, but um, just this past summer, I did two other um, low-budget independent films, so we'll see where those go. I did one in Kentucky and one in Michigan, so so I've done little things here, here and there, kind of like Hope Bridge, so, um, so yeah, excited, you know, that I'm What's your favorite part about acting? Oh gosh, 
Oh, I love I love getting in people's heads. I love being able to to understand people better by by playing somebody outside of myself. And I like you know with acting, it's like you understand more about other people, and and it makes you more empathetic towards other people. You 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 have to get into somebody else's shoes, get into somebody else's somebody else with a totally different background and situation. You have to try to understand like why they're going to do what they're doing in the script. Um, but it also so it makes you more empathetic, and I love that. Um, but it also helps me understand myself better. You know, I always have to find something um, in myself that I that that is the same with that character and with me. And so it, it helps pull out things in myself that maybe I I didn't realize I had. So yeah, I just love the discoveries that I make, and and actually just something that like brings me closer to people too. Um, whether it's theater or whether it's film, you you develop like this bond with the people that you work with that it's unparalleled in any other any other kind of work environment that I've been in. So, yeah, I just love it. I really do. Well, what's really cool I've always loved about acting is that you got it, you have so many different people that are coming in and playing so many different uh, characters, and mm-hmm. yet you've never met each other on the most part. So you got to literally come together and make something and make it look very re- uh, very real. Yeah. How hard is that to do? <laughs> is that really hard to, to come up with that really fast and, and make something? Oh, it just depends. I mean, you know, hopefully the casting director did, did his, his or her job. You know, they've got people who who kind of work together, but, you know, you never know. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But in my experience, you know, if you have two, two actors who are willing to work hard and do put the work in, um, you can get to that point pretty pretty quickly. It just it just takes a lot of work. You know, you have to you have to try to build up that chemistry and that relationship if and, you know, if it's not there already. So, you know, you have to just spend time developing a backstory, developing um, things outside of the script. So so it's always been it's always been fun for me. But I think I think it could be with with theater, you know, you have like so much more time to develop that and with film it's like especially with these low budget projects, you you don't have any time to rehearse usually and so so you don't have much time to develop anything. So it kind of like, well hopefully, you know, we put the really important scenes later in the shooting schedule so <laughs> so we can um have more time to, to develop to develop that. So yeah, just it's it's kind of a sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. In my experience it's been it's been good so far, but yeah. Haven't had any horror stories yet. <laughs> well, what type of role would you like to play that would challenge you the most? If you could think of anything out there, what would that be? Oh gosh, there's probably a lot. Hmm. You know, I, I I enjoy drama so much. I think some some really solid comedy really challenged me, and I, I would enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I, I love playing very just strong, driven women. Um, and so I have to think of, like, the opposite of that, which <laughs> something doesn't appeal to me as much, but I don't know. Just characters that are that are very different from myself are hard to play. So I'm actually, this this, this summer, one of the projects I, play, I did, there was a girl, um, my character was just very different from me. And that was hard, so. But something that excites me, it's kind of different from just a character, but, like, any kind of period piece, I'd really love to do uh, a project where I'm playing a character from a totally different, or a totally different, um, totally different place because I, w- I want to do that kind of a re- that kind of research. So that'd be fun. But I don't know if it answers your question. Oh, it does. I mean, I always when I when I do my artwork, I, there's always things I just love to do, and then there's the things that I love to do because it challenges me the most, mm-hmm. and I love yeah. the challenge. Yeah, me too. I do too. It's hard, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to play the characters that are fun for me to play right now. 
Um, but I, 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 I don't, yeah, I would love to just expand my character type in all sorts of ways, so. You know, one of the things that I just saw uh, was uh, your co-star in uh, Hope Bridge called uh, his uh, Boo Boo Stewart. He played in Descendants, and I love that movie too. Um, <laughs> what, what was I haven't it like? seen it yet. I saw the trailer. Oh, it's fantastic! I loved it. I loved every minute of it, and he played such a strong character too. I mean, he really fit the the role. That's what I liked about it. What was it oh, like? Great. What was it like playing with him? Oh, he was so great. He was so great. He's really quiet. Um... He's very introverted, <laughs> um, but he's just the sweetest, like the sweetest guy. He's so, I didn't know, because I, coming to work with him, like what it'd be like, whether, you know, because he's done some fairly big projects, so I didn't know exactly, you know, whether he'd be cool or not. I know that sounds terrible, but he is very, very, very good to work with. He's a hard worker, too. He put a lot of work in, and it's was research for his character, and yeah, he's a pleasure to work with. Do you still uh, keep up with him and talk to him at all? Yeah, from time to time. I wouldn't say we talk all the time. I think I lost The beginning it. of the summer. Yeah, the beginning of the summer. We saw it. She was in Florida for a screening of Hope Bridge, so that was fun. Yeah. Well, that's good. So uh, tell anybody uh, some of the stuff that you have coming up because we're just about running out of time here. Uh, so tell people how they can find you to see, uh, tell people any movies that you have coming out that might be of interest. Okay. Um, well, the most recent film that I did um, is called Wind. Um, it was through Out of Scene Co. Films. Um, we did, I did it up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I, I really think it's going to be a very interesting film. It's um, multi-narrative, and um, it deals with some very interesting you know, things within the local um, community in, in Michigan. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend people looking into that. I don't think it's even on IMDb yet, actually. Um, but I would keep an eye out for that. I'm excited for it. Um, but yeah, as far as my, my future, it's very up in the air right now. I'm moving to Atlanta on Sunday, and um, I have an apprenticeship at an equity theater down there, and I'm also signing with a talent agency there. So I'm kind of, I'm hoping, you know, I'll be able to start getting work and doing more, doing more projects. So, but people should, if anybody wants to keep up with me or um, see what I've been doing, um, I have a website. Um, and I guess that's how you found me, <laughs> RebeccaRobles.com. So, yeah. Well, keep up all the good work. You did an amazing job in Hope Bridges, and I cannot wait to see some more of the stuff that you have coming out. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And everybody, we're going to go to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be hearing more music and commentary, so stay tuned. Do you love horror? The strange and unusual fantasy creatures or urban legends? Do you want to step inside a dream or nightmare? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should check out internationally exhibiting artist Jason Dowd and his award-winning photographic collections by visiting www.imaginationartstudios.com. Get inside his mind and experience his inner weird. All right, everybody, I have on the phone right now Sloan Avery. She is a actress who has been known for her roles in Don John, The Time, I Shine, and Connect. She's also appeared on Victorious, which is a Nickelodeon production, and Disney's Kicking It. How are you doing today, Sloan? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? 
Very good. You know, the first time I actually saw you was actually in the Victorious uh, series. I love that. Despite my age, I absolutely love that that show because of the fact that it really it, it helped people realize their dreams, and that's what I liked so much about it. And I got addicted to it by watching my uh, – we were actually babysitting a uh, little girl who loved it, and I got stuck on it. So um, tell us about oh, – nice. Tell us how you got that – how you got that type of a, a role. How did you get into Victorious? Oh. Oh, it's it's actually a pretty funny story. I uh, I I live in LA, and so I, I I'm an actress, and I go out on all these auditions, and but not. And actually, that was my third audition I'd ever been on, and I was so nervous. And then um, I went in, and I just I just went for it. And then the next day, I was like, oh, I don't know if they're gonna call me or whatever. And then they called, and I was just screaming. I was in the car with my mom, and like. I tried to play it cool, like, oh, like, oh, it was just my agent calling. It's not a big deal. I mean, I'm only going to be on Victoria tomorrow, so whatever. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. We were freaking out, and it was uh, it was just such a cool moment, honestly. Like, And then filming was amazing. I, I had so much fun and got to hang out with the cast, and it was, it was really hot where we were filming, so we were kind of, like, just, like, melting in the sun and... Um, Dan Schneider actually came up and was fanning us, which was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I've been watching you since I was a little kid, and I love all your shows, and now you're fanning me. I feel like a movie star. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great experience, and I love the show, too. I'm, my little sisters watch it, and I would watch it with them. And Yeah, it was just, it was just pretty cool. What's I what? loved that. You know, it was. I was shocked that they removed it as fast as they did because it was such a powerful show for them. Other than like, oh Harley. yeah, it's huge. And it's just one yeah. day gone, gone. And but what I like about it now is they yeah. have they have Teen Nick. It's on, which is good. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was so sad when it was off too. I was like, wait, what's gonna happen? <laughs> I didn't even know it was gone. I was watching one show. Usually when they bring a show to an end, they kind of like, you know, uh, tie up all the loose ends. This thing was just gone. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, like with Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, wait, did Tori ever learn to drive? Like, what, like, what the heck? Right. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I mean with, with at least with iCarly, they were able to, uh, you know, her dad came back and got her and, you know, she went yeah. back to that. You know, it, it tied things up. But with Victoria, she was just like, bam, gone. You know, I think uh, Kat, yeah. mo- Kat moved into that into the uh, the attic of somebody's ha- of the school, I believe it was, because her parents were leaving. That's how they left it. I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I want to know what happened. Maybe, maybe someday they'll tell us. <laughs> I hope so, because <laughs> I, I don't understand it myself. Um, what was it like playing with uh, Victoria Justice and all them? I, I mean, do, do you get did you get to know him? Do you still are you still friends with him? Do you still talk to him at all? Or? You know, I actually see her around all the time, and I see often, I mean, everybody's out doing their own things now. I, I know, like, um, Avin and, and Victoria were in my scenes with me, and they are just amazing. They have such great careers going on right now, but yeah, I see Victoria, um, I actually saw her at the mall the other day with her mom, and they were at Tiavana, and we were like, oh, hey, like, remember that time? Like, it was funny, but, um... Yeah, I I see her around. It was great working with her. She's so beautiful. Like she's beautiful, obviously, like on red carpets and and on the show and everything. But just in person, like she's just so beautiful. And and you know, I really admire her too. She's got great style, and she's just such a sweetheart. 
Yeah, she's really kept herself into a uh, into a high level yeah. for herself. She she hasn't gotten into all that crazy stuff like some of them have. Uh, not not necessarily yeah. her show, but just any shows. You know, like Miley Cyrus. I mean, I don't know what happened to her. She became a train wreck after. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as she's happy, I mean, do you? <laughs> That's right. Do your thing, girl. <laughs> but yeah, Victoria. She's. Just, I think she's very grounded. I remember she was very very sweet and very genuine to work with and you know you don't find a lot of people like that in the business but she was sweet and I'm sure Miley's sweet too I've never <laughs> met her but I haven't either so I can only go by with what I've seen on I TV, bet she's but... a good time <laughs> oh yeah she's but... definitely a good time I guarantee you that yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into Disney? Uh, was that like another type of audition? Were you trying to go for kicking it or is it just something mm-hmm. that, that it just happened? Yeah, I, I was just auditioning and I actually am friends with Olivia who's on the show. And um, she, I was like, oh, like I'm auditioning for your show today. She's like, oh, well, well I'm here filming. Make sure you say hi or whatever. And uh, so after I did my audition, I said hi. And, you know, that, that was cool. And I was like, oh, like, I hope, I hope I get to work with you. And then like, they called and I was just so excited. And what was funny about my role in kicking it is um, I was playing a character named after one of the producer's daughters. And he was like, it's a big deal. Like you gotta, you gotta live up to her name. And I was like, Oh my gosh, so much pressure, but <laughs> it was really fun. And I got to do a Southern accent and, um, and I'm from the South, I'm from Nashville. So it was pretty funny. I was like, that's, that's interesting. Like, I would, my first role on Disney would be me with a southern accent. Like, so funny. That's cool. Now, you've yeah, actually, cool. you've worked with both uh, Nickelodeon and Disney, who are actually two huge mm-hmm. studios. I and I, I know I'm going to age yeah. myself, but I know I actually remember when <laughs> Nickelodeon came on TV. I was sitting in front of my TV. I had to watch it because it was like the biggest thing ever. So, um, oh, yeah. getting to, I always wanted to get slimed, honestly. That was, even to this day, I'd Absolutely. love to get slimed. I got to get slimed. Oh, it's a dream. It's like, it's a total, like, milestone in your career if you get slimed, like, Johnny Depp got slimed. Like that's cool. I know it. It was great, and you know what? Actually, that came from was a was a show called "You Can't Do That on Television," where if you said water, uh, you got watered, and if you said "I don't know," you got you got slimed, and then it kind of went into Double Dare and all these other great shows and stuff like that. I, really? Yeah, I loved it. So is that on YouTube? Like, I want to look that up. Yeah, actually, it is. Go to uh, "You Can't Do That on Television," and that's actually the show where um, Alanis Morissette got her start. She was on that no for a way. while too. Yeah. Oh, she's so great. That's cool. I'm going to have to look that up. So what was it like working for... Is, is there distinctive differences between the two studios that you saw, or was it pretty much the same? Um, I, I would say it's pretty much... It's pretty similar. It's just, um, I think Disney is a little more, um, I don't know, more more fun and more, like, vibrant, but the Nickelodeon's kind of more, like, hip and cool. I don't know. It's... They're both awesome. I, I grew up watching, obviously, Nickelodeon and Disney, and I I wouldn't even really know what channel I was watching at the time. I was just like, these are my shows. I'm I'm a little kid, <laughs> you know. Like, but now I I mean I love I love both. They're both great networks, and I have a lot of friends on both. And um, I just I I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like a little kid. I still watch cartoons and like watch. Nickelodeon and Disney and I always wanted to be on all of that but that's not a show anymore and I'm so sad <laughs> <I> <laughs> that was like that. my dream 
Yes. I wanted to go. I, I remember when I was like five, they had like an all that like casting thing. And I was like, oh, I want to do it. And my dad like took me and I was like, uh, I'm too shy to do this. <laughs> but like, I don't know, maybe they would have put me on all that at five years old. Not a thing, but that was fun. <laughs> so how did you get your start into acting? When did you realize this is what I want to do? You know, I um, actually trained my most of my life. I mean, I'm not very old, <laughs> but most of my life I trained to be a dancer. And I was really into that, and I did, like, competitions and everything. I was, you know, going for that, like, someday I'll be on So You Think You Can Dance kind of thing. But as I got a little older, I took some acting classes, and it was kind of always in the back of my mind that I would want to do acting. And so I met some people through dance. Um, who were kind of doing the Disney thing, and they were like, you know, come take some classes and everything. So they hooked me up with an agent, and I auditioned for them, and they were like, you know, you, you're actually pretty good at this. Like, you should, you know, go for it and move to L.A. And so I begged my mom, and I was like, can we please, like, can we go to L.A.? And so we were like, you know what, let's do it. And so I kind of put dancing on hold, and, came out here and it's just been right ever since well you're definitely in the right spot for it i'll tell you that either between that <laughs> or new york that's got to be the places to go oh yeah new york that, i mean maybe that's next that that seems fun <laughs> sounds like a good place to go too <laughs> what is um have you ever done any any type of modeling or anything like that too because i notice a lot of the women that i've talked <laughs> to that have been into um have been into the acting field, started out, or became models along the way. Is that something you've ever done or mm -hmm. even inspired to do? Totally, totally interested in modeling. Only problem is I'm only five foot one, <laughs> and so they, I, I might be a little too small. They, they typically go for like five, nine, and up for models, but I mean, you know, a shorty's out here, want to model too. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's, I mean, totally. If they, if they were like, oh, we need a short model, I'd be down. Let's do it. I love fashion, so that's that's definitely a, a thing I would think about. Well, that's good. You have you have a lot of options for yourself, which is which is good because sometimes yeah. people are just like, nope, nope, not doing any of that stuff. But you know, keeping your options open definitely gives you. Uh, a oh yeah, you got to be open minded. Space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what yeah. is what is Don John about? I see that. <laughs> okay. So Don John was a film directed, it was written and directed, and it also stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And he basically wrote this story to talk about um, how men and women objectify each other. Mm -hmm. And it actually has a great message. There's, there's a lot of um, conflict because of the subject matter. He's actually um, a, a guy who lives in Jersey, and it's a comedy, and he is addicted to porn. Mm. And so it's all about his struggles with finding, you know, like losing that addiction and also like channeling it in, into something more healthy and to healthier relationships and, and you know, not seeing women as objects. And then there's also um, Carla Johansson, who's in the film, and she kind of sees him as like the prince charming and like he has to be like she has all these things that the guy has to live up to so she's kind of objectifying him as well and like not really seeing him for what he is and loving him for who he is and so they kind of have that back and forth of trying to grow and my character in the film 
is Scarlett Johansson's younger sister. Mm-hmm. And so that was a major honor to get to be a part of that film. But, um, but yeah, so that's pretty much what it's about. How how was uh, how was your relationship with Scarlett? I mean, what was she like to work with on film? Did she help you grow in your career at all, too? Oh, I learned so much from her. She was amazing to work with. She's absolutely the most down-to-earth, super, like, just elegant, so chill. Like, she's not, like, you would think she would, you know, because she's so beautiful and she's such a big movie star, you'd think she'd be, like, you know, kind of a diva, but she's absolutely not. She's so so sweet and just being around her i was just like in awe of her and she's so tiny too like she's very petite um so yeah she's she's just great i learned so much from just being around them and like sitting at lunch with them and like all, like these people that i've watched in movies since i was a little kid and um major major role models for me she she's amazing i love scarlet what was some of the your first reactions when you saw yourself on either uh, Victorious, Kicking It, or any of the movies that you've been on? What what did that feel for you? Oh, it was just so much excitement and like just you know thinking about my journey and like my how you know I used to be a little kid like playing like Barbies and then like watching myself on TV was just like the coolest thing and more so I was just seeing my mom's reaction or like my sister's like texting me and being like, Oh my gosh, like my friends saw you on TV. They're so excited. Like it was just kind of like, I feel cool. You know, like I got my, my cool kid, like street cred (laughs) for being on Nickelodeon and Disney. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's a great, it's a great feeling to watch yourself. A lot of people don't actually like to watch themselves. And I'm like, I get so excited because I'm like, I work so hard on that. Like I want to see how it turned out. I'm kind of that way. If I saw myself on TV, I don't mind, you know, doing it, and I don't mind seeing it once, but I don't think I could watch it over and over again. That's just not... Oh, no, it's not. Probably not healthy. <laughs> I mean, even even when I sit here and, and I listen to some of the old, uh, some of my older shows that I've done here on the radio and stuff like that, my voice is just like, mm-hmm. is that me? That can't be me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't sound like that, do I? You know, so I try to always, you know, I always try to change things up a little bit and... and you know, but you you got to see what you look like and what you do to grow. I believe mm-hmm. because you can see where you oh, made yeah. a mistake. You can see where you did this better. So I mean, you, you just can't not watch it. You have to at least watch it a little bit to kind of see where you're growing mm-hmm. to and how you've and how you've progressed over yeah. your first stuff. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's it's just it's such a cool thing. Like just just know where you came from, and then now you're doing the radio or you're on TV. It's like it's just such a cool. If you feel accomplished watching yourself, like, yeah, that's me. Like, I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not proud of it, I mean, you're like, oh, no, <laughs> don't watch this at 2 o'clock on Disney uh, <laughs> Channel. Well, I'll tell you, I've been on I've been on TV a couple of times, but nothing for acting. It's it's always been on the news, and only one time was it for something that actually was important to me. You know, being uh you know portraying my artwork. The rest of it was also screwed up mm-hmm. stuff that my neighbors ended up doing, and I ended up getting stuck in the middle of it. <laughs> so Aww. you know, I, I I can't watch those type of things. When I see myself on there, it's just oh, yeah. like, oh man, that was some bad times. You like cringe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's always it's always a surprise to me because whenever I'm filming something, I I don't know what it looks like because I'm in it, mm-hmm. and so it's like, oh, I hope they like like sometimes they let you watch the playback of it, but then sometimes you're just like, 
what do I hope that where 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 is the camera? What do what do, what do I look like? But yeah, so it's a surprise. Sometimes you're like, oh, we had how many cameras looking at us? Like, oh, I didn't even know they got that. Like, that's cool. And that is the work of a very good production team. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's. Um, I, I actually just did a spot on uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and they were filming also when we didn't know we were being filmed. <laughs> it was like, because you never know what's going to happen. That's, that cast is so funny. So they kind of just, they kind of keep rolling and some funny things are happening. And I was just like, are they getting that? Oh, they are? Oh, okay, cool. Danny DeVito is amazing. I, I've watched him when he was uh, in Taxi, and I, I've loved him all the way through oh. the years. I mean, it's just, he's he's so funny, he's, and he's tiny, too. That's the funny thing about him. You know, he can, He's phenomenal. He's got a... He, he's he, so funny. He can make an attitude, and he's like little itty-bitty nut, you know, guy. And I, I, that's what I think makes it so oh. funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is amazing. I loved working with him. I can't say enough good things about him, honestly, because like I know him, <laughs> I know him from being the penguin in Batman. Right. And so I was like, I like told my big brother, I was like, oh my gosh, like you're never gonna guess who I'm working with, and he was like, I am so jealous. That is so cool, and I didn't know because I mean, he's an icon. Yes, so I was like, oh, what what's it gonna be like? I hope he's nice. Like, oh, and then I went there, and he was wonderful. He was so sweet, and like, I mean, I'm I'm. You know, I'm sure he gets asked for pictures a whole lot, and, like, it's kind of not cool to kind of be like, oh, can I get a picture? But I I did ask him for a picture, and he was like, yes, yes, come over here. Like, let's get the cameras in the background. Like, I want, I want to make sure. Now get it. Now get an up-close one. Now let's take a selfie. Like, he was all about it, and it was so <laughs> sweet. Like, he was like, I want, because I was like, I, I want to get a picture for my mom, because, of course, I have to make mom's scrapbook, you know? Right. So I was like, oh, like. And he was like, let's make sure it's really good for your mom. Like, okay, listen, he wanted to see and make sure. It was so sweet. <laughs> he was just so amazing. Like, I will never forget that. <laughs> so cool. Well, you know, almost 35, 40 years behind the camera, he should know how to take a selfie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He sure does. He knows, he knows good lighting and everything. He's like, oh, let's get over here. <laughs> it was perfect. That's awesome. So, you yeah. know, being young and, and getting into the uh, into the acting field, I'm sure that, you know, it, you can let stardom go to your head. How do you how do you keep mm-hmm. from letting that happen and staying true to yourself and being, um, you know, down to earth and, and being the person that you always were? Well, I have a very uh, strong mother who is amazing, and she always keeps me grounded. She's out here in L.A. with me, and I honestly couldn't be out here without her, like, she she's my person that I come back home to and talk about everything and she you know she keeps me grounded and and definitely like just friends and family you know kind of that's kind of how I get through it and it's it's easy to like I see a lot of people let it go to their head and and it's all about you know I mean I think a lot of it has to do with how you're raised I think a lot of it has to do with the thing luckily for me I I didn't start acting super young. Like, I feel like a lot of younger people kind of lose their way once they get older. They're desensitized. They're kind of, they're not as grounded. And and luckily I was, I was able to kind of form into the kind of person that I wanted to be Mm -hmm. before I was thrown into, you know, Hollywood and that whole scene. And so for me, it's friends and family and also God and, and 
going to church and things like that, just kind of remembering, like, doing normal things, like going to church or having, you know, dinners with your mom and family and everything. I think that's how I really stay, stay me. Well, that's good, and it's. It, yeah. I know. I know it's hard because you know, like you said, you're sitting there with Danny DeVito, and all the other kids are going to come up to you. It's easy to have that get oh, out yeah. of hand, you know. Yeah. Oh, you feel like the coolest person ever too. Whenever you're doing something like that, like I felt way too cool with Danny <laughs> DeVito, but I also remember that I'm not Danny DeVito. <laughs> that's right. I'm me. <laughs> it's good to remember, you know. So what type of advice would you give anybody that's trying to start off in this industry, especially if they're younger, maybe like in their, you know, even let, let's go around the ages of 10 to 15. What what type of advice would you give them? I would definitely say the best thing you can do is be yourself. And obviously, like, you got to work really, really hard. Like, you have to love it's a love to work hard on what you want to do is and if it's acting or singing or modeling or any anything you know or painting you could you have to be really passionate about it and you have to you have to really work hard because there's a lot of times where you can you can just try to like oh I'm good enough like you know no you gotta really like you gotta love to work on it and honestly it's it's so rewarding whenever you can do something that you can feel accomplished about and it's easy to be like I don't know what I want to do like you got to try everything you got to try lots of stuff like I did dancing and singing and like tried to figure out and then I ended up finding acting and I loved it and, and it's awesome like you got you can't be scared you got to really go for it and be nice to your parents because they will help you so much and it's hard because you're like 10 and you don't want to listen right and you're like no but and you think you know better but like they really do know better <laughs> like it's it's so funny, like how many times I've been like, no, but but I think I think I can just wing it. I don't need to practice. And then my mom's like, you need to practice. You shouldn't go to that party. And I, if I don't go to the party, I'm always like, oh, I'm so glad that I listened to my mom. It's so important. <laughs> and and you know, just keep going. If things are you know difficult and and you don't get it right away, like just keep trying. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the, that is in the words of Forrest Gump. That's all I got to say about that. I like that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so we're on our last minute of the show. So tell people how they can find you. Uh, tell everybody what you have coming up, and um, maybe they can see some of your past stuff. Okay. Um, I actually just finished filming a movie, and it is rumored to be on Lifetime. So maybe check for that in a couple months. Um, and you can always like check my Twitter and my Instagram and all that stuff. And I'm always posting about stuff that I'm on or what my friends are doing. I'm always like, support your friends, you know. But um, so I just filmed that movie. And then also you can check me out on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which their new season comes back in the springtime. And I'm like in, like I think, maybe the fourth or fifth episode. So you can look for that, and um, it's going to be really, really funny. So I hope everybody checks that one out. <laughs> All right, and I will have your links posted to that in the uh, in the section in your uh, bio section on our website for people to go and check out the interview once it's all done. So thank awesome. you. Thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast talking to you. It was fun to talk to somebody. Oh, it's actually been on some of my favorite shows. Oh, 
Oh, you're welcome. All right, guys, we are going to be going to a break, and when we come back, we're going to be listening to some more music and some more commentary, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Andy Allo, and you're listening to the AME Radio Show. This is Vic DiBetetto. You are listening to the AME Radio Show. All right, everybody. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and so must the show. I hope you guys enjoyed our guests. We had Rebecca Robles uh, from Hope Bridge. We had Sloan Avery from Victorious and Kicking It. We had uh, Jason and Cassia from 90 Day Fiance. So much more. I hope you guys learned a lot. I hope you guys got inspired by some of these guests to maybe go out there and try out your own artwork, whatever it may be, whether it be performing arts, literary arts, musical art, whatever, whatever inspires you, go do it. Don't let anything stop you. And if you keep making excuses for why you can't do it, believe me, it will never get done. And, uh, again, we have some more TV stuff coming out. We have a past television show that just came out last week, so go check that out. You'll be able to see some of the guests we have coming up and some of the guests that we uh, have already had on the show, plus your past shows, by going to www.theamemagazine.com. Also, check out our Paranormal, uh, our Paranormal Magazine and our Arts and Entertainment Magazine. And if you go check out our Paranormal Magazine, we have heard a story where we will have an actual Frankenstein-type um, Type experiment coming up. Uh, it won't be for it won't be for a little while, but it is coming, and it's quite horrifying to hear. And I, I'll tell you what: if you want to hear something interesting, go read that story. So that is our show for this week. Uh, again, come back next week, same time, same channel. Uh, and also, don't forget to listen to us on Party 95.5, The Party Station. Uh, you can check us out there every Thursday at 3 o'clock. And you can also hear us on AM FM 247 every th- Saturday afternoon, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until next week, guys, stay creative and keep those creative juices flowing. Good night, everybody.